are listening to The Weekly Wrap-Up with your hosts Marcella Bood and Will Thompson. Wholesale changes at Parramatta FC and a Sydney United legend departs Edenza Park. Hey guys and welcome to the Clean Sheets Weekly Wrap-Up where we look at news, reviews and analysis of football in New South Wales from the MPL1 all the way down to the State League. I'm your host Marcella Bood and alongside me is Will Thompson. Good morning all. It's transfer season now in New South Wales, and as every year, there are heaps of changes happening at clubs. No more so, so far, than Parramatta FC, who have announced on their Facebook page that they have released Josh Gershback, Zach Elrich, Zach Waters, and Patrick Gatt from the first team. The club has actually made a few signings in lieu of this, as they've signed former Western Sydney Wanderers attacker Ilsane Fafana for the rest of the season, as well as 30-year-old Matthew Miles, a central defender from the English Conference League. In other news, Sydney United 58 have announced the departure of Nick Stravalakis from their first-team squad. The midfielder has spent five seasons at the Edenza Park side, and according to their Facebook page, his warrior-like performances is a testament to his character and his 100% attitude on and off the pitch. The club wishes Nick all the very best in his future endeavours. His future destination is yet to be determined as of yet. In other transfer news, Hakawa Sydney City East have picked up a major signing, a recruiting 35-year-old former Sydney FC defender Pedge Bowich to their side for the remainder of the season. The defender who's played for the likes of Parramatta Power, Sydney Olympic, and Sutherland Sharks, as well as playing overseas in England for Northampton Town, is a big boost for Gavin Rayside, who is sitting currently bottom of the MPL table. Sutherland Sharks have been busy this transfer window as they've announced the signing of former Sydney FC defender Liam McGing to their squad, which is their third signing along with Charles Lockerlingoy and Nathan Denham as the goalkeeper after suffering injuries to both goalkeepers in their squad. NPL 3 side Dunbar Rovers have pulled up a double signing as they've signed Stephen Chester from Hakawa Sydney City East who is featured in four first grade matches this season and have also signed Irishman Tad Purcell from the North Shore Mariners. And finally, St. George FC have signed Juan Carlos Herreras Romero from the Sutherland Sharks the Spaniard making his return to the club after being named MPL2 Player of the Season in 2017, where he scored 20 goals in 22 games. And that's it for me on the transfer side of things. If you've got any news or any gossip or any rumors, please hit us up on our Facebook page. And with that, I'm going to throw it over to Will, who's got the latest for us. Thank you and welcome back. It's been a pretty exciting week in the club championship standings for NPL's 1, 2, 3 and for State League. So let's jump right in and see how each team is faring and see how your team is doing. Are they destined for a promotion or are they doomed to relegation? Let us know in the comments below. First up in NPL 1, last week we had, of course, Blacktown City on top. And now keep in mind they're on top, not just because they're first graders. The first graders are a fair bit back. The under 20s are absolutely killing it. 56 points so far, and also 28 points from the 18s. So 18s and 20s, absolutely smashing it. If you're a Blacktown City fan, you should definitely get out to see their youth games. Uh, they're going to be killing it as they move through the years and get in that first grade side. <laughs> Hell, maybe there's a few players in there that uh, that Credo could be promoting now into the first grade side to sort of help as they move towards the, the finals. So Blacktown City still in first place. 
they're up to 167 points from their 152 last week. In second place, still Wollongong Wolves on 146. Uh, not much change there. Uh, sorry, they've moved up into second. Rockdale City Suns, who were in second, have dropped back to fourth. And Apia, who were in fourth, have moved into third. So a little bit of movement up in the uh, in the upper standings on the championship there. Down the bottom to where it really counts. And it's all looking bad for Hakoa. 62 points. They're still in last place. They're 32 points adrift of Sutherland Sharks, who are in second last on 94 points. Hakoa picking up nothing over the weekend, whereas the Sharks made almost the most of points and are currently on 95 both teams, if Hakoa picks it up, um, could be in danger. Who knows? It's going to be a three-way tussle, I guess. Maybe four if you include Sydney Olympic on 100 to stay clear of Hakoa. Surprisingly, Sydney FC, who the last couple of seasons have been finding themselves down the bottom end of the spectrum, are up in fifth on 124 points, doubling that of Hakoa Sydney City East FC. So it seems to be that uh, Sydney's going to be safe for another year. And in fact, we may see the youth derby once again as Western Sydney Wanderers in NPL2 are still on top of the table. 193 points. They have a fair bit of a lead over North Shore Mariners. North Shore Mariners have closed the gap a little bit um, with Wanderers only picking up three points from the weekend's play, whereas North Shore Mariners have picked up a total of 17 points so definitely some gains there and making that promotion battle a little bit more interesting Hills United back on 151 a full round behind North Shore Mariners and they've moved up from 5th place with Central Coast Mariners on 150 Spirit on 149 Mounties 145 Northern Tigers 142 so all of those clubs definitely still in the hunt especially with Wanderers only picking up those three points this week through their 18s, losing in their 20s and in their first grade side. This isn't the time that you want to be dropping points halfway through the season now. And as we've been saying before, every point counts. However, with the reverse fixtures coming up, there's no reason that the positions can't stay the same going through. But hey, who are we to judge? North Shore Mariners, we may just see playing in an NPL 1 next season. Down the bottom end, and not much change whatsoever. Uh, Canterbury Bankstown still in last place, although they did pick up 18 points this week. So, um, big shout out to them for for picking up some points uh, at this point in the season. Their first grade and their 20s getting some wins. MacArthur Rams in second last on 80 points, only picking up the solo point from their 18s, picking up a draw. Uh, St. George FC's moved into third last on 81. They've moved up from 66 last week. Bonnie Rig White Eagles staying clear of relegation, still on 87 points, not picking up anything from the weekend's play. And Rydalmere Lions, 110. So I think it's pretty safe to say that Rydalmere, Spartans, St. George City are all going to be safe from relegation. Uh, St. George City picking up the full complement of 21 points. So it's going to be nice to see them sticking around in the MPL 2 again next season. Uh, however, their cross-city rivals, St. George FC, do look like they're going to go down. It's interesting though, if we took those 30 points that were deducted from Bonnie Rig again, uh, that'd be up, that, that actually only be up by one position, uh, overtaking Rydalmere. So, not really coming into effect that, that 30 point deduction, 
Um, but it will be interesting to see at the end of the season if they do get relegated, if that 30 points would have saved them. As we all know, they do have the new club administration, so it's pretty easy to shift the blame onto the old administration uh, that left the club in the position that it is now. In FL3, and for back-to-back -back weeks, Bankstown City have remained on top. 150, sorry, 175 points up from 154 last week, gained the full complement of 21 points. Uh, Glades for Rod Magic have dropped back down into third, with SD Raiders taking over second again. So SD Raiders on 161 from 148, and Glades for Rod only picking up five points this week to move to 146. So now we're starting to see a little bit more of a gap between the top teams. Uh, you've got Bankstown with a 14-point lead over Raiders, and then Raiders with a five-point lead over Glacier Ride Magic. So those three teams definitely still in it. Dunbar are back a little bit, 141, picking up 11 from the week before. Uh, only 34 points away from the lead, so don't count them out yet. Same as Bankstown United, 133, up from their 121, um, with, a, with a pretty good win through their first-grade side there. Down the bottom end, and again, not much changing. Western New South Wales Mariners picking up a point to move to 24. Greenville Rage picking up nothing. Still in second last. Parramatta picked up nine points this week to move to 65. Still in third last place. Still in the relegation zone. Camden Tigers slipped back by one position. Uh, they picked up four points to move from 72 to 76. And Hawkesbury on 87 points from their 68 last week. Dulwich Hill, Sydney University, both title 117, Inter Lions 118, and Stanmore Hawks on 120. So there is that 30-point gap between Hawkesbury and Dulwich Hill uh, and Sydney University as well. And I think it's you'd have to say if any of the teams down in the bottom five can fight their way out of that promotions area, sorry, out of the relegation area, it would be Hawkesbury City. Uh, again, that 30 points would put them up level would be giving them a fighting chance. Parramatta, if they picked up the extra 30 points, they'd be up in 95. Not out of the relegation zone, but definitely a lot closer to safety than they are currently. Granville Rage and Mariners, uh, that extra 30 points wouldn't be helping them whatsoever. They'd still be in the same positions as they are now. And moving into the State League now, Central Coast United. Uh... Back to their juggernaut ways, definitely 167 points from 146, sweeping the grades again last week. And I think it must be said, now they have got a 47-point lead with, obviously, a round in hand. Um, it's going to be very hard to catch them. Obviously, you know, the teams in second, third, fourth will have to sweep them in the back half of the season. Uh, it's, not an, it's not an impossible task. It is going to be a tall order. And those teams in 2nd, 3rd and 4th will be hoping for some favours from those other sides. Fraser Park, 120 points from their 103 last week. Uh, Western Condors have slipped back into 4th, 83 points. Not getting anything from the weekend's play. So really slow down there from their crazy start to the season. And Depean have been pushing pretty well up to 88 points from 71 last week. So not picking a lot of points, but they have moved into 3rd. It's interesting, there's a real logjam from 3rd down to uh, about 8th or so. you got 88 to 77 points in the club championship standings, of course. Uh, I'm not talking about the tables here for the first grade side. So if you were to remove Central Coast United and Fraser Park, 
if you took them out, there'd be quite an interesting battle for promotion going on. Even if you want to include Prospect, around 56 points. Um, Gazy Auburn as well. Big shout out to them for their win on the weekend. Um, pretty, pretty impressive there for the for the club. Pretty good win. Obviously, Gazy, we uh, we absolutely love them here at the clean sheet, and hopefully, we see them stick around next season. We're still banking on that uh, that Gazy rage merger, so hopefully, we do see that go through, so we can move from meme to reality. Don't let your memes stay dreams, folks. Anyway, as we have it, Central Coast on top, Fraser in second, Nepean in third. We do have catch-up games, uh, but <laughs> at the end, I don't think that's really going to matter. It'll matter for table placings, obviously for finals and for, uh, for premiers and whatnot. But in terms of promotion, I don't think it's going to make much difference. Uh, if we move into the women's side now, and if we go into the NPL 1 for the women's, um, on top, Sydney University, 93 points. Blacktown Spartan, 72. Uh, Sydney Olympic and Northern Tigers on 66 and 65. And the Stingrays in 63 points. Uh, North Shore Mariners still on 9 points. Bankstown City mainly tied on 36. Uh, pretty safe to say North Shore Mariners are going to go down. This is going to be interesting because we could be seeing North Shore Mariners' women's side going down as the men's side could be going up. Obviously, it's all going to depend on how they do in the back half of the season. Uh, but that's how it that's how it could play out in NPL 2. And at the moment, it is quite tight at the top of the table. RPL Leichhardt up the top on 97 points. Southern Shire FA 95 points. And then Nepean on 93 points. Only four points in the club championship separate the top three sides. Even then, you go back another eight points, you've got Glazeville Ride, sorry, Glazeville Ravens on 81, sorry, 12 points. And then another two points back from them is Maconi uh, Stallions on 79. So it is pretty tight at the top there. So Apia, Southern Shire, and Nepean all fighting out for promotion, throwing Glazeville Ravens uh, and possibly Marconi Stallions. And we are going to have quite an end of the season for the women's NPL 2 side. And then hopefully in the next couple of years, we'll also be able to bring you NPL 3 women's. Make sure you check out New Entertainment Order on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. They're doing some great stuff. They're wrapping up their soccer stoppage time show this week. Make sure you go and have a look at that uh, that last episode. They have some great guests on. They've got an open line we can call in. Obviously, it's finished now, but they'll be starting up again for next season. And they do quite a few other shows as well. They're covering um, a few different sports. I know they've got a rugby league program. They're really starting to branch out and starting to become a powerhouse in terms of, I guess, sports talk shows being live streamed. Um, so, again, very happy that we have partnered with them. Um and hopefully we can do some cool, exciting things with those guys there. They have been talking about NPL as well. So go and check them out. Also, if you haven't already, submit your youth goal of the month goal to our email for consideration for the competition. Prizes we are still sorting out. Please hold tight for that. We're trying to uh, organize something. If you're able to contribute in any way, please get in contact with the page. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, check out our website as well and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms. Leave us five-star ratings where you can. That helps out immensely, especially on iTunes. Uh, anyway, guys, that's Will and Marcel out for another week. I'll talk to you again next week.